Welcome back to Dairy Public Radio. Reporting from the basement of the Dairy Civic Center, this is CM Alexander with the news. Haberdashers have been dashing for cover this Christmas as a rash of unsolved arsons plague the community. Rumor has it this fiery vandal lost his family to a horrifying monster that gained sentience when the northern breeze swept a magic hat onto its head. If that's the case, then all I have to say to our arsonist, should they be listening, is hats off to you for defending our community. You're listening to Dairy Public Radio. This is Dairy Public Radio. Ho, 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 listeners. (laughs) <laughs> you can't no, laugh no that's what, that was great it was so serious I'm, all, I'm only exceptionally proud of you because you remembered this year that you bring us in i know <laughs> Every episode what i could with. not remember is what in the world i could possibly say to bring us in so uh, i decided to go with the traditional ho 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 extremely yeah. being jolly. sultry ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that was my attempt at jolly <laughs> your jolly's pretty horny <laughs> Listeners, we are back (laughs) with another Merry Dairy Christmas episode. And as is tradition, Ben and I are innocent victims. (laughs) And Josh is the cruel, cruel ringmaster who knows everything that's about to happen and has had ample time to prepare. Josh, let's go. (laughs) I am am the Santa to your elves. I love the energy that's in the studio today. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, the the goofs, man. The goof episodes are always so much fun, and I look forward to it every year. And I was telling Ben earlier that when we first did this, there were listeners who were like, "That's amazing! I hope you do it every year." And then slowly it started turning into, "Oh, Mary Dairy is like my favorite episode of the year." And now it's Aww. a bunch of people that <laughs> get so excited for it every year. So I'm glad that you listeners are as excited as I am to hear Ben and CM go through what I'm about to do to them. Mm. (laughs) With consent, calm down. So let's recap the books that we read this year. And remember, all questions will be, the answers are these books unless otherwise noted. So this year we covered from a Buick 8, that was a million years ago. Yeah. The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, Dr. Sleep, The Green Mile, Desperation, The Regulators, and 112263. What an interesting combination of books, it <laughs> yeah. seems like. <laughs> yeah. And three that were published in a row, as we found out. Yeah. And this is our listeners picked all of these, right? That's true. These yeah. are all Patreon selections. Mm. That's uh, what tier is that? <laughs> Plug in Patreon. <laughs> $50 tier. <coughs> Choose our next book. $100. Yeah. And you can pick our next book, Jump It to the Front of the Line. And you can pick a Dairy Revisited where we will do an episode covering a book we've already covered with how we feel about it now. We're giving people so much power over us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never been shy about selling myself for money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. It's time to jump in to the first question. You know it. You love it. It's time to draw your three from this year's books. Why is that the first one? I need more time. <laughs> I feel you had a year to prepare. <laughs> this is a weird year. It is. The, the, we, with the exception of Regulators and Desperation, not the most action-packed year for, <laughs> yeah. for dairy. Yeah. What if this there year, Ben, we just met Josh with 
absolute brutal silence. <laughs> <laughs> really took the power away from me. Yeah, th- this year's uh, energy we're bringing is no but. <laughs> <laughs> no but. Ben, would you like to go first? Well, like I said, I, I feel like there are a few obvious picks. Yeah. So you want to round robin? But I, d- I don't want to. Yeah, I, I okay, don't want to. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll go Ben, CM, and me. Okay. Okay. So I get first pick. You get first draft. In that case, I have to pick the, what I feel to be the most obvious uh, choice: John Coffee. Oh, Ooh, good yeah. pick. Yeah. He he has the most power of uh, <laughs> and is also the least I mean, I think there are equally powerful entities, but not good ones. <laughs> True. <laughs> so so I, I would take John Coffee and I think his life would probably end up a little better off on the trip yeah. to the tower. Yeah. You know? He'd save him. For a while. I mean, it'll likely end a similar way. <laughs> I feel like he'd have more agency then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I am going to pick Tack. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the other one. Oh, there was okay. like that's. <laughs> but can you guess which Tack? Desperation Tack or Regulators Tack? Do you want silly Regulators Tack? I want, you know, I want sexy tack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I knew yeah, you were going to yeah. say desperation tack. Yeah, he, desperation tack does not have the, hmm, what's the word? The exuberant joy and silliness of a child. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it, shaping its powers. <laughs> also the uh, really unfortunate undercurrent of sexual violence toward its aunt. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, great. That's not sexy. But desperation tack, I guess I have to, I, I backed myself into this corner. Totally sexy. So it's, it would be a good time on the way to the tower. You, anyone anyone uh, possessed by desperation tack gets real big. See that, yeah, that's the flaw I feel like in your plan. Are you I comfortable like, with going through that many bodies? Like you're going to have to kill a lot of people to keep tack on that journey. I'm sorry, I just, Ben just blew my mind because he said something very innocent that wasn't at all. And I don't think anybody else caught him no. but me. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you mean. Him giggle. <laughs> I don't know. He just, uh-huh, we'll you just know when you want to travel to we'll the tower with that. someone that gets real big. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I would have to, I'd have to feed Tack bodies, mm-hmm. so that would suck. But you guys know that my journey to the tower is always full of antagonists. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the, the path to the tower is coated in blood. Yes. Yeah. 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 What about you, Josh? I'm all right. I'm going to go a little rule bendy here. Mm. Because that's how I play. Oh, you better not be taking. I am taking Ghost Jack Torrance. Oh, huh, what? Interesting. Yeah. Because it's Jack Torrance post redemption arc. Uh-huh. And the powers of a ghost. <laughs> Wait, didn't you take normal Jack Torrance last year? I did. <laughs> so you are taking, I, I'm assuming we are collecting all of these. I would love to see a list of everyone we've taken from every year yeah. to yeah. see our teams. Oh, no. And also I love the idea of a team of Jack Torrance and also his own ghost. <laughs> hanging out. Time doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Okay, uh, I have, as soon as you said I'm bending the rules, I was like, oh, I'm also, I have a pick that kind of skirts the rules that we are imposing on ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I want to pick it so no one else picks it, but I don't, I don't know if either of you will think of it. Oh, it's a gamble. 
I'm definitely not going to think of it because I already have my other two. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? I'll just go with it uh, right now. <laughs> I'm I'm picking the Buick. Damn it. But, <sighs> but specifically the Buick 8 from Dairy Fight Night. Our, <laughs> our online <laughs> wrestling oh. series. Oh my God. That's fucking great uh, <laughs> listeners if you have not joined us for any of our uh dairy fight nights you are missing out they are so much oh. fun josh is a madman yes and uh canonically <laughs> buick 8 is a big metallic hunk he sure is. He is. <laughs> that inspires strange feelings in me okay i'm so relieved you went with buick 8 from dairy fight night because I didn't want to answer this before everybody picked until it was my turn again, but I already had a solution for how to feed Tack, and I would feed Tack by taking the Buick Eight, and so whatever it spit out of its trunk, Tack could take Jesus that. Jesus bo- Christ! What? Wow, that sounds awful. Why are you That's so upset? That's a nightmare. <laughs> the things that pop well, out I of can't the Buick take Abra. Eight. She's a little girl. I'm not taking a little girl <laughs> with me in Tack. <laughs> I your Josh's but, face, but the, but the Buick Eight doesn't. It moves out things that you can't like comprehend. How are you going to tow it? It's driven places. It isn't. It has. Once. It was. And doesn't mean it can't do it again. <laughs> do you <laughs> know how to drive it? We specifically <laughs> you you specifically chose tack to make things big and sexy. Imagine the awful tentacle monster from the end of Buick Eight. You know I love H.P. Lovecraft. You know CM loves a big tentacled creature. Ugh, I hate it. <laughs> Read some Laurel K. Hamilton, folks. <laughs> oh gosh, it's like you're draw- you you drew a, the God Mist monster. That's what you just made. I know. Tack in the Buick Eight. Yeah, that's horrifying. I'm getting there, horror movie style. I- it's so unnerving the choices you make. <laughs> These are so bad. <laughs> lo- honest to God, I love it so much. Okay, good. Uh, for my next, I'm actually going to kind of stay in the same vein as you, okay. because I am taking Curtis Wilcox. Really? Yes. the The fact that he saw so much insane shit, and he was like. Let me cut it open and check it out a bit. <laughs> like he was just so his curiosity. Yeah. He never let the madness break him. Yeah. I just think he's a tough dude and he, you could rely on him. Yeah. He would be a good person mm. to stay as long as it took. Yeah. Go take mm-hmm. it as far as it could go. Yeah. I like that. Ben? For my final companion that I'm drawing, it's it's really funny that you said I can't take a little girl with me to the tower. <laughs> well, Which with, fair with you have tack. tack. Yes, That's I a bad that. idea. Yeah. But I would trust uh uh John Coffee and the big sexy car man uh, <laughs> to travel with me. And the girl who loved Tom Gordon herself, oh, Trisha. Yeah. Nice. She doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. She's stronger than a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, immune to poisonous berries, kind of. <laughs> so I, I think I like she'd. I think she'd be able to traverse the the midworld yeah, desert for sure. My last pick is going to be Jake Epping. Yeah. Because not because you guys think I have a crush on him. (laughs) He's a time traveler and he's willing to do some of the most difficult things a person could do over and over again. He has such like heart and perseverance. I think that he's probably my only real safe bet in this. And he could help me keep Tack and the Buick sort of in line. 
we, we haven't actually recorded the end of that book. Uh, we And we haven't recorded the part that I'm going to talk about now. <laughs> but he is so um, almost instantly willing to put down his own life yeah. to save another person, yeah. which is... He's a hero. Real fucking noble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my final pick... I was really tempted to choose Tom Gordon. I thought about <laughs> that too. <laughs> but I'm going to take Kali and Trajan from the Regulators. Mm, thank you. Je- like he's got all the the gunslinger energy. I just love to see what he could accomplish in a place like Midworld, in in a a place where he has a hand dealt to him that he can do something about. Because mm-hmm. poor Regulators, Kali just hangs on. Yeah. Ugh. All right. That's it's our a good three. Choice. It's yeah. a good three, guys. Yeah. Well, yours is. Yours is. Mine isn't. <laughs> yours is. You know, here's the thing. I didn't want to, I don't want to tell you how to draw your three. <laughs> but I'm gonna. <laughs> but I was really hoping that you were gonna pick Abra because then Tack could live in Abra and imagine those two powers combine. Josh, I desperately wanted to do that, but I cannot <laughs> be that kind of monster for everyone to hear. <laughs> Why? I think Abra is significantly stronger than any shine we've ever seen. I know, and I, I bet that it would be like a uh, Spider-Man symbiote situation. It would be a real... Yeah, like Vegeta being Majin possessed. <laughs> yeah! It would be a real, like, <laughs> Roland from the Gunslinger move to bring Abra, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right, time for our next question. This is uh, really interesting because uh, Michelle Devane, who sends us lots of questions, Michelle. sometimes we're on the, uh, the same wavelength. So I have a question, but I'm going to add in what she added to it. Okay. Uh, but I'm only going to do it after I get your answers. <laughs> okay. So we are members of the True Knot. What are that sucks? What are our <laughs> dumb names? So choose your own dumb name. Oh no! And what do we bring to each other's funerals? Because mm. they don't have you know the burial. They bring an item that they tie to that person. Right. For the True Knot's uh, funeral ritual. So I I will go first. Give you guys some time. Uh, my True Knot name is Laffy Taffy, for sure. It's <laughs> <Okay>. terrible, uh, and it <laughs> tells it. you who I am. Yeah. At Ben's funeral, I would leave a play script, because that's how Ben and I met. Hmm. And for CM's funeral, I would bring a uh, Chester plush from Don't Starve. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. Uh, I'm not going to have anything as clever as that. It's just, it'd have to be something to do with how everyone else in the True Knot doesn't really like that I'm around. Because I would constantly be like, this all sucks. (laughs) Everything. It's a bad idea. All of this is bad. It'd be like, difficult Dan. I don't know. (laughs) Darn it, Dan. Yeah. Yes, uh, there we go. Something... Complaining, shucks, Ben. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but for for funerals, let's see. Uh, Josh, I I would have to bring y- your top hat because <laughs> uh, working together, uh, you're you're still the ghost of Vaudeville. True, man. Thank uh, you. And for for CM, the only thing that I can think of that would be really appropriate is Stephen King's skull. (laughs) Big commitment. Yeah, Yeah. signed. I don't know how he did it. (laughs) That it would be truly impressive. Man, I wish mine was 
fun. <laughs> it's it would probably be the editor. <laughs> Because I would be the one who's like, you guys, while we're spending all this time traveling between campsites, killing children, and, you know, just camping out, we should do a podcast about our experiences. And I, of course, would edit it. Yeah. And we got to edit out all of these admissions of crimes. (laughs) Every episode is three minutes long. And so for Ben, I would bring you a magic card. I don't know what one. Like, I'm sorry. It, would it be doesn't matter. A They're all good. one I found. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, I would bring you a chess piece. Nice. I like that a lot. Would you like to hear the names that Michelle gave us? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes, please. So first, uh, we'll go with mine, which was uh, Cabernet J. And nice. she said I'd get to wear Rose's top hat. I'm classy. <laughs> CM is... Pepsi Alexander. <laughs> of course. Uh, she could, uh, and it specifically says she could carry around a Pepsi, sneak up on people, and just crack it open. <laughs> uh, that's from the girl who left Tony yeah. Gordon, if anyone hasn't heard those episodes. And then, Ben, you actually have two. Oh. Uh, it is, the first one is Benjamin Gams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the other option is Big Juicy. <laughs> yeah. So which which one are you gonna go with? Oh, big juicy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the, the gams is funny. But <laughs> all right. Uh all right, here's a, our next question. Which child king character would you like to read a book about uh, them as an adult? Living or mm. dead, this is open to any child character we've had. Charlie. You think? Yeah? I think so, because I remember we read Firestarter, and at the end of it, and then throughout other episodes, and I think on our Mary Dairy and probably our March Madness, we have speculated several things about other people encountering her and what that might be like and what she might do as an adult. And I really, I like her character so much. I just want to see, I I would take a book of her. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'd love to know who Charlie is now. Yeah. I have two immediate thoughts that would both be very different books. My first immediate thought is Mark Petrie. Nice! Mark Petrie's continuing adventures of being Van Helsing, basically. (laughs) I I want King's uh, take on Van Helsing. And when I say that, I mean the Hugh Jackman Van Helsing. (laughs) I I want a Stephen King book where grown-up Mark Petrie hunts a Frankenstein. (laughs) And then... The other one that I I do not think this would be a pleasant read, but having a book, I have to think about what this book would be. A book that takes place years after the events of the first book. It is a new set of characters, but there are rumors going around about a child in the woods. What happened to the creeds? Ooh. Gage Creed being like this yeah. haunting in in the the outskirts of the woods and how it affected the community. And I would love to know like what people thought when the grave was dug up. Oh, like yeah. The, yeah. that's never yeah. settled. Like there there would have to be I can only imagine that the events at the end of Pet Cemetery spawned some local legend mm-hmm. where this family just disappeared one day, I guess. Or they didn't. They <laughs> kept they living in this 
And yeah, the, there's oh. just a house with this family that is wrong. That Oh, like the Marston house, but it's people live there. Yeah. And they are similar to the house. I think that'd be really cool. That would be really fucking cool. <laughs> I forgot to say what Charlie's book was about. Oh, yeah. Charlie's book would be an adult Charlie going around. She'd basically be like the not shitty, cool version of Rose the Hat, where she, <laughs> she finds other kids who places like the shop are trying to get their hands on and protects them instead of eating them. Nice. I like that. I'm going to go with Joe from The Stand. Because I would love that. Yeah. That's a good one. It would be so cool to see what that world looks like after he's grown up in it and survived. Yeah. You know, how old was he in the book? Like six or seven? Pretty young. Yeah. yeah. To just see, you know, yeah, how, how society this world has started rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I think that'd be super fun. <laughs> I have no idea whether I would want a uh, a return of of the walking dude or not. Yeah, because I I like that you know the way it ends mm-hmm. gives you the idea that it could be somewhere else in this world or in another. You know what if yeah what if it's just the cycle continuing? Yeah, it's just uh you know the quote unquote you know Las Vegas has been defeated. But then society keeps going and it becomes less of a the force of God versus the devil and more like, okay, society still exists and some people aren't great. Like, and how do they be like The Walking Dead, but more fun? Yeah, less, less <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. But now you have to deal with the fact that the entire coast is uh, radiated from the mm, nuclear yeah. bomb. Yeah. So I, I'm I, Creatures that would come out of that As mutation. As you say, maybe that opens a door to something. Right. And their next struggle is more of a, a supernatural in that vein. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. I think that'd be super cool. Good, good picks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next question comes from a listener, Brandy Ann. She asks, who is an author, living or dead, you wish King would collaborate with the way he did Peter Straub? Dan Simmons. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if you haven't read I the Hyperion not. Cantos... It's, it, it has been on my list for so long. It is the kind of book, we've talked about this before in the podcast, sometimes I get so sucked into the world of the book I'm reading, like mm-hmm. The Dark Towers especially, that when I'm done with it, I, I ache for it. I'm depressed. I don't want to leave. I have to take a break to read something else because nothing feels right. <laughs> yeah. It feels like you're cheating. Like, well, no, I can't. I have to grieve and mourn this. And his Hyperion books are one that, that do that for me. And mm-hmm. the way he writes and the way he builds these huge elaborate worlds and all of these characters that you become attached to is very much like how we feel about King. And he's more sci-fi in those. Mm-hmm. So that would be a really nice, like I would want something that's basically. But the, the Hyperion Cantos has like horror elements, right? Because the it, Shrike it is does, like but terrifying, it's, but right? But it's still more like sci-fi. So mm-hmm. what King would bring to something like that would be a little more of the horror element. And then Dan Simmons would bring some of that. Sci- it marry my two favorite genres in such mm. a great way that I would read it and then die happy. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many answers. Um, I will stick to two. I have two answers. One is China Mieville. China Mieville writes 
what do they call it, strange fiction. It is, the his books are such an interesting combination of sci-fi and fantasy with comedic elements and horror elements. It's all this just mishmash of insane world building and just very weird ideas. Every book is like, I'm going to take every idea I have and just throw it all <laughs> together. And, and I would love for a Stephen King book written in a world created by China Mieville. And then my second answer is, I don't know if I've mentioned this, if we've talked about this on the podcast, but I would give anything to have Stephen King novels illustrated by Junji Ito. Yes! Wow. I would kill. It'd be so hard to look at that. The (laughs) entire manga adaptations of King novels by Junji Ito. Yes. Listeners, if you don't know Junji Ito, you are doing yourself a disservice. (laughs) Uh, Pick up Uzumaki. Pick up... uh, It's so great and gross. I I can't read them. Studio engineer (laughs) Devin Alexander gave me all of them to read, and I did. And, And the best thing is Junji Ito, his art style is disgusting. Yeah, it is. But... He has such a goofy sense of humor that I think it would fit King's yes. style yeah. so well. I'd, I'd love that. Yeah. Nice. I feel like you both have very good answers, and my answer is going to be so fucking basic in comparison. No. It's it's Edgar Allan Poe. That's not basic. I want, awesome. I want the two of them to write something so fucking gothic. Yes. <laughs> and, and I want I want to live in that world. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what they do, but Edgar Allan Poe was the first author that gave me nightmares. Yeah. And King is the most recent author to give me nightmares. So I feel like it's a really good combination. I love that. Did I ever tell you guys about my bird? No. Growing up when I was in high school, I had- Would have been really funny if you just flipped us both (laughs) off right then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It's a, it's an audio medium. The audience would have gotten it. I, I had a bird in high school, and we had to name it, and nobody could think of a name. So I named it Monty, which was short for Montresor. So that for those Cask of Amontillado fans, uh, whenever it would be squawking and I wanted to shut up, I could yell, For the love of God, Montresor! Hmm. You've always been this dramatic. I really you? have. It's always been in my bones. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, Michelle, Michelle Devane asks us, if you guys were lost in the woods and had to envision a King character from the books you've read this year to keep you company, who would it be? Interesting. I (laughs) I have have an answer locked and loaded if you guys would like to defer to me first. Go for it. Cynthia Smith. Oh, yeah. I think she would be such a good traveling companion. She would keep the spirits up. She'd keep you motivated. And she'd tell you you're being a bitch. Uh, (laughs) As long as you don't call her Cookie. Mm. I'm going to go with Dan Torrance. Good answer. Because he's really good at guiding someone in a situation through something from, you know, not in person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's mm. probably pretty cute. I need him to be cute. <laughs> I need him to be cute. <laughs> then I, mean, I will listen to I him. Ian McGregor, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> This, this is a tough one because immediately I was like, okay, well, what character would help me survive in the woods the most? Then I remembered how the book, it's, it's, just, it's just your yeah. brain. Yeah. So yeah. doesn't matter. It's, it's just what character do you want to hang out with in a fever <laughs> state? So I, I guess I'd have to say Tom Gordon. 
He yeah. has experience. That's true. <laughs> the it's proof true. is in the pudding. <laughs> yeah. Trisha got out. Uh, you picked the safe answer. <laughs> yeah. That's a genius answer, and I'm upset about it. We've got another returning question. We've been getting it every year from our friend Jared Hazelwood. It's it's Secret Santa time. Mm-hmm. But there's another addendum this year. We're Jared, changing you can't it. Keep doing that. <laughs> He's got to keep it fresh, and I appreciate <laughs> okay. it. Okay. So we have to give a gift to a character we like. But the character we give a gift to that we hate, it has to be something that makes them a better person. Mm. Better person can be subjective. I've got one. All right. You're good and you're bad. Okay. I'm going to do my bad first. Perfect. I am going to give the regulator's tack a my prized doll, my my Jean-Luc Picard that looks like Patrick Stewart just shrunk down. Mm -hmm. But it is going to be kind of like the gem from Wishmaster. Where it will imprison Tack. <laughs> so it'll keep everybody safe. <laughs> and he really likes like totems and stuff. So I feel like he'd be super into it at first. So it wouldn't be a bad gift. He'd like it. Sure. Yeah. 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 I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imprisonment is a great gift. <laughs> yeah. It's for his own good. Well, he likes to be imprisoned. He, he does. He's remaking Desperation. Very true. So he could make a, an enterprise. And um, then I would have to go in there with him. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to need a second to think of a character I don't like. But for the character I do like, I'm going to give Paul Edgecombe some antibiotics. Nice. <laughs> they, hey, these don't Real exist good. yet for you, bud. But it's going <laughs> to it's gonna do great. No one's going to have to spit bees everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad gift. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my bad gift. I'm going to give regulators... Mary Jackson, a pair of backup panties for her purse. That makes me so sad. <laughs> I don't think it'll then save she, her life. It, it doesn't need, but it makes, I'm preparing her. Like, so mm. that if this ever happened again, oh, she'd be yeah. like, thinking ahead. She'd be like, Josh has got me. Yeah. You're a real wingman? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate Mary Jackson, though. She's not a bad person. <laughs> She's not great. She's not great. She made a bad choice. I guess I would, for my bad gift, I would give, oh, you're going to have to help me with the names. I would have to give the alpha couple from the regulators. <laughs> uh, Maurice, Marielle Sodderson and Gary. Like, Gary. Yeah, the yeah. Sodersons. I, I don't know, like a voucher for couples therapy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. A map of all of the local AA meetings. <laughs> I don't know. Something. I would give Trish from The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon a flare gun. That's terrific because I also picked Trisha McFarland, but my gift was a solar-powered Walkman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're just going to get her out of there as quick as right. possible. <laughs> Whatever we can do to help yeah. Trisha out. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Now, it's time to get into some would-you-rathers. Mm. Ben, you're going to go first. Okay. Would you rather assist Curtis Wilcox in a dissection <laughs> or... <laughs> Assist Paul Edgecombe in an execution. Oh, my oh God. no. Yeah. I did good this Answer year. Answer is no. <laughs> no but. No but. They, okay, because immediately I was like, well, I can't. Um, <laughs> about the dissection. I am squeamish. I am a little bitch when it comes to shit like that. Uh, I don't know if y'all had to do dissections in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I... I I couldn't touch anything. Yeah. I could not. And uh, those were like frogs yeah. and stuff, yeah. uh, not 
creatures I couldn't j- just looking at them undissected <laughs> makes you disgusted yeah. beyond uh, human comprehension. But also, <laughs> well, I I cannot participate in human death. I can't. Not even as toot toot. No. Uh, okay, wait, hold on. That <laughs> counts? No, it, just, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. I'm just asking if, as far as that is stretches, would it go to rehearsal? Would you be willing to do a rehearsal if you weren't? I, I wouldn't <laughs> you have be to sit happy in the chair. about it. I wouldn't be happy about it, but I would rather, <laughs> I could sit in the chair and then earnestly look at the guards and be like, you should probably not do this. You know that, right? <laughs> Like, what you're doing is a bad thing. Right. So which is it? So I, I guess that. As long as I don't have to oh, actually no, 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 be... No, the, the rehearsal was just a thought experiment. It's oh, actual execution. Okay. Oh, I can't. I, no, then, wait. Nope, Josh, I call foul. You gave Ben that idea. You gave him that loophole. Get, now he I specifically his. said, <laughs> this matter. is not it. But well, you ought to be more careful with your power while you <laughs> conduct this episode. <laughs> I, I guess it would be the dissection then and I would just keep my eyes closed and cower in a corner the whole time because I couldn't I couldn't mm. either it, it's I know it's a cheat but I don't care Sam oh same question yep oh it would be the dissection yeah yeah because I want to okay I don't want to sound shitty and weird but I want to have that experience <laughs> if it's like an alien creature and it would be side by side with Curtis and so it'd be very you know it'd be very like scientific and investigative See, the deciding factor for me came down to uh, which one do I would I be able to get over the nightmares first? And, and I've decided in the event of an HP Lovecraft scenario, I would be driven mad almost mm. instantly. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go execution. See, yeah, I actually, sense. I agree with Jake Epping in 11.22.63. I think the human brain is more pliable than people give it credit for. I, I fully believe that in an H.P. Lovecraft situation, I would be able to look at an, a Lovecraft monster and be like, that sucks. <laughs> and, but also, I've seen movies. Like, See, but that's the thing that always throws me, is that... It's definitely a different threshold now than, you know, when H.P. Lovecraft wrote what he wrote, because at the time, describing unimaginable horrors, we weren't exposed to the amount of unimaginable horrors we've seen now portrayed in media Mm -hmm. of all kinds now. I kind of have a counter in support of you, though, Josh. Yeah. Devin and I recently watched Godzilla Minus One. That looks really good. It's amazing. And the Godzilla monster is the best version that feels like they filmed a real Godzilla monster and the the physicality like the when he's in the water the waves when he's destroying the city when he's throwing stuff around like ships and train cars it was so like realistic that it made us gasp multiple times throughout the movie so I feel like I have now before I watched Godzilla minus one, <laughs> a better sense of what it would be like to see something that filled you with like awe and terror. And I think you, I don't, I don't know that it would break your brain, but mm-hmm. just it, it would definitely just freeze you up and you'd have to deal with it somehow. That's extremely different. I have megalophobia super bad. (laughs) So something, if it were something impossibly big, I'm gone. 
uh, my my brain <laughs> blanks out and I just drop to the floor. But if it were small enough, I could be like, yeah, it's fine. okay, so it can be an HP Lovecraft monster that yeah. has to be like can fit it in the palm of your hand. It, as long as I'm not like looking at the horizon and it's coming towards me. <laughs> that oh, that I'm over. Yeah, I'm done. That's fair. But yeah, no, I just I think I would rather be driven mad than uh, end a human life. But maybe that's just me. All right. Spanky has sent us a question. (laughs) And uh, this is an interesting one because it's one question with three answers. And we each have to take one. Oh, okay. It's very interesting. So I'm going to read this as sent. You are Rose the Hat and you can only survive on the steam of one person. Why do people keep wanting us to be members of the fucking (laughs) RV people? But their assigned taste constantly sits in the back of your throat. You must what? serve one each and explain your choice. Okay. So I'm going to give you the character and the flavor they leave in your oh mouth when God. you feed on their steam. This is so gross, Spanky. <laughs> one, Wild Bill Wharton, and it tastes like grease. Oh, Kali, not, not Moon Pies? <laughs> Kali and Trajan from Desperation, and it tastes like decay. Ugh. And Crow Daddy... And it either leaves the taste of crow or daddy, whichever taste. <laughs> whichever, I know my pick. <laughs> whichever you feel would taste worse in your mouth. Besides, so I read as written. <laughs> I feel like Ben's called crow daddy already. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you want the taste of daddy. I love crow. <laughs> don't worry about it. You don't love the taste of daddy? <laughs> oh my God. We all have, we can't look at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I'm just glad Sam said that sentence instead of me. I (laughs) wish I hadn't. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we talking about? (laughs) That's... Are you okay, John? I, I had this vision of somebody going up to a girl at the bar and just being like, you like the taste of daddy. And it's just like, no. It's just like. <laughs> oh, what a line. It's so insane. Oh. Josh, do you want to pick next? <laughs> I'm just broken. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, I would go. I'd go. Uh, Bill Wharton. I would deal with the um, dissatisfying, greasy taste. Give me that collie and decay. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Banky, for an insane question. You, you lunatic. You can't talk to us for a week. <laughs> $10 says that a week after this episode drops is when we get an email from Spanky. <laughs> Respecting our wishes. I appreciate it. All right, let's turn back to Would You Rather. CM, you're going to be answering first. Okay. Would you rather test drive a motocop's power wagon hmm. or safely observe a light quake birth? What's a lake wake birth? That's the... Uh, oh, from the Buick. From Buick, yeah. yeah. The storm that seems like it should be the loudest thing in the world, but, but it's, it's actually silent. Yeah. silent. I'm going to have to go with test drive, because I think that would be so fun. <laughs> do you know? Do you have a pick which one you'd want? Meat wagon. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has to have tacos in the back, right? It's a meat wagon. That is true. There I has to be meat inside. we made that claim on one of the regulators' <laughs> episodes. It's actually it. a taco truck. <laughs> yeah. That's meat wagon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Ben? Yeah, I feel like this is a really easy choice. As much as 
I do think it would be interesting to experience something so bright that you think it's loud. (laughs) (laughs) The way you phrase that, just me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, having any experience that fucks up your brain so much, (laughs) but is also safe. You'd be like, this is weird. Uh, But like, yeah, of course, like... I grew up in the 90s with all kinds of Power Rangers ass toys. <laughs> there were so many like cool car action figures that uh, turn into neat. Like that was a whole thing. And yeah. I love that shit. Of course I want to drive yeah. <laughs> a Tracker Arrow or nice. a Dream Weaver or whatever it's called. <laughs> Dream- the, the pink one. Yeah. It's shaped like a big heart. Uh, Mike well, and Ike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, I'm dissenting. I would uh, safely observe the light quake. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I feel like a motocop power wagon would have a lot of buttons. <laughs> and knowing you don't me, like buttons. well, knowing me, I'd be like trying to figure out. So this uh, this is the windshield wipers. No, it's the self destruct. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that would happen to me if I was fiddling with a bunch of controls. Yeah. Yeah. It is concerning that the light quake is specifically said to be safe. <laughs> and, uh, uh, piloting the space age hover cars is not. All right. Now we have a would you rather that is for CM and for CM only. Oh, oh no. but you know what? Who did this? You know, what, Ben. If you want to answer too, cool. By all means. This is from Kevin McCoy. Kevin. <laughs> and would you rather, CM, spend the night with Tadzu Lemke, rotten nose and all, or Emery in the backseat of Mama's little scootabout? Yes, this is 100% a sexy time question. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. You, ben, you don't have an answer for yeah, this one? Yeah, I'm going to pass. Are you sure? All right. What but am I doing with him? You're spending a sexual rendezvous evening with them. Oh, both are sexual. Yeah, yeah. It's I... 100% a sexy time question, CM. It says it right in the question. I... Thank you, Josh. <laughs> I didn't write that. Kevin wrote Kevin. it. Kevin. Okay. You are also in timeout. <laughs> and that, that for, oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. Good that's timeout. A good good timeout. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, please do not judge me. <laughs> this is not my fault. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go with Emery because I am so fucking terrified that I'm going to say or do the wrong thing <laughs> and I'm going to get cursed in a horrible way. Mm-hmm. And I just can't, I can't do that. The worst thing you have to do is Emery is ghost him later. So I guess that's the, uh, uh, wow. uh, oh, that's solid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we have a uh, Jared Hazelwood returning with another question that's come back year after year. It's time for our yearly recasting. So, this year, we will be recasting the Desperation film with Looney Tunes. Excellent. (laughs) Oh, I love this. Uh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) You got a good one? I'm just imagining a tack character with a shotgun chasing a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you went Elmer Fudd for I it. Kali is Elmer Fudd. Yeah. 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 That makes, well, That's see, I was trying fun. to think if there was a Looney Tune I had forgotten that was a wolf. I guess I there's go <laughs> the wolf from uh, the like. Oh, uh, who always pounds the table yeah, and like, yeah, drops yeah, yeah. his tongue. And, oh, that would be Steve. <laughs> I'm a wolf. No, I like Elmer, Elmer Fudd, Fudd as, yeah. as. For sure. I think Steve should be the wolf because he and Cynthia have that moment with the. Well, I think. Uh, no, that has unpleasant undertones. I was going to say <laughs> Steve and Cynthia as Peppy Le Pew and that lady cat. <laughs> oh, but that's yeah. Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny, maybe? 
Oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, who's by? Uh, oh, uh, obviously Johnny is Daffy. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Who's Tweety Bird? So, uh, Cynthia. Oh no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pie, no, is pie, Tweety pie is Tweety Bird. Yeah. David. David is. Porky Pig, because Porky is religious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, good, good, good. Everyone Josh, knows you, this. Do you have any? I feel like Ben and I just uh, you, you guys over, ran I'm away. Sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to fit Martian Manhunter in here just because er, Martian Manhunter. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian. Marvin the Martian is uh Tom Billingsley. Recast the <laughs> and yeah. recast He's, the Looney Tunes as the Justice League. <laughs> He's the he's the wise uh, little narrator there for a yeah. bit. He's giving the history of imagine that speech in Marvin the Martian's voice. Can we expand this to the Space Jam movie? Yes. Okay, because then now we have some monsters. It could be like <laughs> monsters. Um, Paul and Mary. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't have a, a Paul and Mary. We don't have a Ralph Carver. And, I think they and should Ellen be the Carver. Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole, Carvers are Carvers Carvers the, the Monsters. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That opens up Tweety Bird if, if we want Mary Jackson to be Tweety Bird. Yeah, and sure, then, why not? And then uh, Peter is Sylvester. Is, is uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Jackson is Michael Jordan. That is it. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that was insane. Um <laughs> But Somebody I love make it. A we knocked that out. We, yeah, <laughs> you guys had Looney Tunes on lock. That was terrific. Yeah, we need uh, somebody to do the art, please. I want the poster. All right, next question. If you could swap any character one for one between Desperation and Regulators, who would it be? And what impact would it have on the story? <laughs> yeah. Pie and David. So in Regulators, it's just a family of four kids. <laughs> oh, that's the four kids driving an RV across the country. <laughs> that's great. That's really funny. What What's the impact it has on the story, Ben? <laughs> it's just way funnier. <laughs> It's a comedy instead of a horror. Yeah. I do love the idea of two sets of siblings <laughs> stealing an RV together and running off. Mm. I mean, for for me, it's it's Kali. I would yeah. like to see what a a Kali who we we hear about him in desperation as like not a super good dude before mm. this happens to him. Like he's he's all right. He's not a monster, but this Kali seemed like a Kali who could put a you know, put up a fight against mm -hmm. the force or maybe could have seen we, his situation with IA. He sees problems before they happen. Yeah. Maybe he could have foreseen the invasion of TAC. And so I, my idea for how it would change the story is that like he would notice the people before him and mm -hmm. before TAC could come for him, he would find a place to escape or hide. And then when everybody else got there, he would also come out and he's the one who springs them from the jail. And yeah. this story goes. I like that. I'm going to go with Audrey because... Which direction? Audrey from The Regulators is going to be Audrey in Desperation. Nice. Partially because she had such a small but important part and it was so dark. And it always... It still kind of stuck with me the way we're introduced to her. And then we find out that she has already been kind of taken over by Tack. And she hurts David. And then 
when he sees her in like that dream state vision, she apologizes. You know, we know like that's when we find out that it's not it wasn't her. And I just like for her that if if I switch those characters, she might have a she'd be like maybe his protector instead, because we know that she will fight for a little kid and protect them and love them. And I don't know, it just makes my heart feel a little better. Nice. Yeah, I like that. We could even carry on the, you know, the the warrior spirit she takes after mm-hmm. her husband dies. Yeah. And yeah, it changes her a lot. All right. If you could travel back in time to any time and place for one night, what would you want to see or do? I would travel back to, I believe, 1982, and I would watch The Thing in theaters and <laughs> just because everybody hated it when it came out and <laughs> That's i would insane. i know yeah, right. and i i carpenter is always like so underappreciated initially and i would stand outside the theater after <sighs> and i would talk to everybody and be like listen this was really good <laughs> <laughs> i'd be that guy I like that you went so generic. It wasn't even like the premiere of the thing. Like you <laughs> no, were just my like, local theater. Any, any, any place. I'd go to the Milan Cinema to watch the thing. <laughs> It'd also be cool to see a movie I love. Like, at, at the first. time. Yeah. yeah. I can't explain why my knee-jerk reaction is the D.B. Cooper hijacking. <gasps> Ooh, that's good. Would you, you, would you try to like get on the plane? Like, how would you see? That's the thing. Yeah. You'd have to like go out to the woods. <laughs> I would want to be on the plane. Mm-hmm. I would want to have the seat next to him. So until it happens, I can just be like, so what's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah. And then you take all that information, come back to the present. You find the treasure. Well, and I'd knock him out and I'd take the money oh, and nice. I'd come back to the future. I was DB Cooper all along. Oh, my God. Oh. I knew I recognized that sketch. (laughs) It's the glasses. (laughs) Mine is I would go to Vegas to see the Rat Pack perform. Yeah? I think I would. I've listened to they have like a one of their whole shows that was released on an album. And I Mm -hmm. remember finding it on like iHeartRadio or something at one point and listened to the whole thing. And it just it's such a cool thing that you you can never recapture what that had to have been like mm-hmm. and i just think it would have been amazing to watch these just hammered old men <laughs> just <laughs> singing their hearts out for a crowd that was losing their ever loving mind mm-hmm. and drowning in cigarette smoke <laughs> i just think it'd be fascinating and then you knock him out you take all his money you were dean martin all <laughs> along. Was dean martin all along. <laughs> i was john carpenter all along <laughs> <laughs> i knew it <laughs> it's time for her Mary fuck kill. Oh, we knew it was waiting. coming. <laughs> it's 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 always it's always coming. <laughs> so we're gonna go with uh with Ben first, since CM we already sent you a sexy time question. Thank you. Ben, your three are Conchetta Reynolds, Ellie Carver from Desperation, and Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> that took me a second. I was like I was I was I was doing the mental math to be like Ellie Carver in desperation is the adult, right? Yes, yes, yes. Thank yes. you, Christ. Um, and it distracted you from Jackie Kennedy. <laughs> completely. Better reaction than I was hoping for, actually. Uh, so, so Conchetta is Abra's grandma, grandma mm-hmm. a.k.a. Jack's mm. mistress. Yes. No? Wait, yes. No, her, her daughter is Jack's yes. mistress. Gotcha. Okay. She's his not mother-in-law. 
I hmm. get down with that old lady. <laughs> <laughs> She needs it. <laughs> She's gonna die. Well, we're all gonna let die. Her, let her go out on top. Ellie also dies. Yeah. Yeah, on, but let, she... let her go out on top. <laughs> nice. Pre <laughs> or post tack possession. This is important. Uh, within the first hour, first ten minutes. Mm. Of tacking? Of tack. Of, yeah, so she's bigger. Uh, oh, she's bigger. She's bigger. <laughs> Interesting. We have, a, do we have like a Resident <laughs> Evil 8 situation happening? This, hmm. <laughs> this is relevant. Do you want her to squish you a little bit with her <laughs> giant hands? <laughs> Sorry, I'm being really gross. <laughs> So I love this game. <laughs> you marry Jackie Kennedy. Yeah, yeah. Because she just lost her husband. I can be good for her. Yeah. And she has money. She does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Do it. You know you want to do it. We're not going to judge you. I, I guess is I'm not thrilled about killing the old woman. Well, Jack kills her, kind of. She was, or Jack, she Jack Danny. Cancer like, kills cancer. her. Yeah. Yeah. So Danny, you could take her essence the way Danny does. Okay, yeah. No, I, I uh, Dr. Sleep. You I smother I'm, her with a pillow. Yeah. I'm Dr. Sleep. <laughs> uh, and, and then, for no apparent reason, uh, you say Ellie Carver's big, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta say the yeah. words. She's currently growing. <laughs> She'll be growing the entire duration. I have no comment. <laughs> Those are my answers. <laughs> uh, good answers, Ben. Yeah. Terrific answers. CM, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Or would you like me to go so you have another round of break? Because Spanky. Oh, Spanky. Spent me mine. Oh, okay, yeah, go for it. Mine. Oh, we don't have to come up with one on the spot like we do every year? You don't, because Thank you, Spanky. Spanky did a great job. I mean, he heard us earlier, so he, this is his way of saying I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, mine are uh, Percy Pissy Pants, Mary L. Sodderson, and Grandpa Flick. Wow. <laughs> uh, I've given this a lot of thought, um, because I'm going to kill Grandpa Flick. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Old, dirty, scary man. I, yeah. I don't want it. And the decision is kind of made for me because being married to Marielle Sodderson sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, and Percy is well connected. You know his father. <laughs> That's his, a good You know point. he's related to the governor. Very strategic So answers. I'm going to marry Percy Wetmore and I'm going to kill Marielle. I'm going to fuck Marielle Sodderson. <laughs> I... I think that's the only <laughs> way you can do it, all that. It feels right. Yeah. It feels like the right answer. Did Spanky make all of ours? Or did no, just, just mine. Yours? Okay, so you made mine and Ben's. I made the ones that are... Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and and it's it's interesting uh, because now it's time for CMs. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? <laughs> this is the last thing, right? I can crawl into bed there, and cry after this? There's, there's, only, there's one more. Okay. There's okay. one more. Your three... Are Johnny Marinville from Desperation, okay. Crow Daddy, and Wild Bill Wharton. Wait, movie or book? <laughs> <laughs> movie. Oh, Sam, Sam Rockwell. Okay. Can I have this? <laughs> okay, for Ben's sake, I'm not even going to think this through. I'm going to fuck Wild Bill. <laughs> High five me. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Okay, so Crow Daddy and Johnny Marinville Johnny from Desperation. Marinville. I'm going to kill Crow Daddy. Because he's evil. super evil. And I'm going to marry Johnny because when I divorce him after he punches me in the face, probably, <laughs> I can take some of his money. And I guess 
I guess that'll be fine. <laughs> Man, CM found a way to get away from having the taste of daddy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Don't repeat that. Don't make that a thing. Clip it. All right, now it's time for our final question of Merry Dairy Christmas. It's it's a become the new tradition. It's time to give the Big Steve Award for Aww, for yeah. so very very supporting character who uh, we wish had gotten something better. And uh, and I have a nominee to put forward to you guys. Okay. And if you guys decide you have one, we can put it to a vote. I would like to give this year's Big Steve Award. To the cougar that didn't want to kill Tom, but had to. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. Oh, I, I don't think I can come up with something that good. I I got one. Yeah. I want to give mine to the, the creature that came out of the Buick that seemed intelligent and scared. Because I just, I still feel bad for it. Yeah. That creature really got yeah. the bad end of things. Yes. So Ben, if you don't have one, that makes you the tiebreaker. I I I've gotta have some I, I gotta <laughs> have something. I think that this isn't a funny answer, but I think I gotta give it to the guy that finds Trish in the woods. <gasps> Ooh shit. Because yeah. he, he makes such a small he just kind of shows up and, and saves our main character. And also I couldn't think of anything funny. that's a very heartfelt answer i like that answer a lot i i'd give you my vote yeah let's do it yeah the guy who finds trisha mcfarland is this year's big steve award winner congratulations (laughs) we'll find your name and cm will say it in the outro sure (laughs) (laughs) i changed my mind it's big juicy i love corporal punishment (laughs) and that's it for this episode of merry dairy christmas have a merry dairy Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays! Happy holidays! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Hey everyone, CM Alexandra here. Thank you for listening to A Merry Dairy Christmas 2023. I don't know why I said it like that was spooky. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you to all of our amazing listeners who participated in this episode by sending us questions, even the ones in Time Out. And congratulations to this year's Big Steve Award recipient, Travis Herrick. I've got the usual for you. Keep up to date with us on Facebook and Instagram at Dairy Public Radio or X at Dairy Public. Talk all the topics on our Discord. The link is in the show notes. Email us your Merry Dairy Christmas questions at dairypublicradio at gmail.com. Just put the subject line as Christmas for Josh's eyes only. No one else look at this. That means you, CM, and Ben. Or if you want to shorten it, that's fine too. And don't forget to sign up for our Patreon. You get all the fun stuff when you do that, including our episodes of The Club, which is a Patreon-only show. And check out our Etsy store for cool merchandise. And before I let you go, in light of the goofy nature of this episode, I want to share an outtake with you of what happens when I don't read through the intro Josh sent me before my first take just trying to read it. Haberdashers have been dashing for cover this Christmas as a rash of unsolved arsons. I gave that way too much cheer. Oh my God. That's all for now, listeners. Goodbye.